Welcome to the Sports Finder Podcast. Let's get ready to rumble! Hey guys, it's Ahmed from Sports Finder. Just a heads up about the show that you're about to tune in, which is the live Instagram interview that we conduct on a weekly basis on Fridays with student athletes. Please excuse some of the um, disruptions in the recordings. It is a live session. So tune in and make the most of this amazing episode. Take care. Okay, so um, thanks for who's watching. Thanks for joining. Um, I'm Suchiko. I... I am a new intern at Sports Finder, and I'll be um, facilitating the discussion for today. And we recently just started our new Instagram takeover, and Maxi today, she's our first guest. And so um, thank you guys for following along. And so Maxi, thank you for joining us. Um, of course. People watching, feel free to ask questions or comment along the way. All right. So I guess we first wanted to start off by asking, you know, about your sports background and how you got to where you are today. And so how old were you when you started Synchro and what got you into the sport? Um, so I think I was nine years old. I've been doing it for 14 years. I think this will be my 15th year, actually. Um, and I started, well, I did dance for a really long time when I was little because my sister did dance. And then I, like, wasn't liking it, it anymore. And <laughs> my parents always told me when I was, like, a baby, they would take me in the water and I just loved it. And then my best friend started Synchro at the Y by our house. And then my sister's best friend started it. And they were like, oh, uh, she might like this. And then I tried it and I stayed with it ever since. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> Yeah, I did dance before too, and that kind of, you know, led me into Zico too. Yeah. But um, so I guess tell me more about what it was like growing up with Synchro and, you know, having that become a big part of your life. It definitely is a sport that's a commitment. I mean, you know, you did it too. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's. Uh, you start at like a really low level you practice like maybe once a week and then you work your way up to like five six times a week uh, and then in college um, you swim five days a week um, but yeah <laughs> it's very it's one of the most committing sports probably yeah but, um, yeah so so what college did you attend and what made you like choose that college and what made you want to swim for them? Um, I went to Wheaton College that's in Massachusetts and um, I knew I wanted to do synchro in college and I knew I wanted to do it at a uh, division one school and there were only at the time uh, four division one options or I think at the time there might have been five 
but um so I kind of had to narrow down my options and then I was deciding between two schools we in another school and then I realized that I had to look at the bigger picture and I had to look at academics too when um mm. you know I I my physical therapy aid now I wanted to do physical therapy then so I had to decide uh which school I wanted to go to for not only synchro where I can swim D1 and where I can pursue academics and going to a smaller school um I knew I learned better in that environment and I would excel in academics there so that was one of the big reasons also I went on a recruiting visit and um met my coach coach Rebecca and I knew then I wanted her to coach me because I knew she could make me even better and having that in academics I wanted to go (laughs) (laughs) that's awesome and um you know like doing synchro at Wheaton what was like what's like one thing you loved about doing synchro there um I don't know there are so many (laughs) doing synchro oh doing a like a varsity sport in general just meeting all of the other athletes and seeing I mean I didn't know what like other athletes like what their sports were about or what they got to put in and I met some of my best friends in athletics that was really cool and then some of my best friends on the team and then um also we in their team is small but I really liked that because you just got so much closer with everybody on the team and there were like up to eight of us and like we're just like such a uh, like small group that we're so close so I really liked that Mm, yeah I understand what you're saying because like um you know, my school was also super small. So, like, my swim team, we got every year, even though, they're you know, they're new people, we got to, like, get to know each other even better. And, like, yeah. definitely one of my closest friends, you know, they're from the swim team. So, um, <laughs> um, yeah, just a few more questions. Um, do you have any, like, athletes that you look up to, um, whether it's in synchro or just sports in general? Mm. Uh, I would say Simone Biles because <laughs> she like is an amazing gymnast but then I've also seen um, like interviews of her done and about how like her best friends will be like she like works really really hard when she's in the gym but then outside of the gym like she's just like fun and like living her life and she she works hard but I don't know she's also like a really good person and she's not like cocky about how hard she works like she deserves everything she gets and so I really admire that because she's like the best in the world but she (laughs) works hard to get to that point she's not naturally Mm -hmm. talented yeah I agree she's definitely a big role model in the sports world um she's very inspiring for being at such a young age (laughs) um but um, yeah, I mean, regardless of sports, like who are your role models in your life? Um, that's a good question. <laughs> oh, I don't know my role models. Um, it's okay if you can't really think. I of don't it. know a lot of people. I definitely feel like everyone that's in my life, I look up to, like family, friends, like people that like coaches I've had everyone I can take something from them and learn from them and 
that I'll always remember and take it with me throughout life. And I think a part of them, like, definitely I take parts of, like, my identity from them because they've taught me so much. So I feel mm -hmm. like there's many people in my life that have, like, impacted me and that I look up to. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Um, and so we know that, you know, you already graduated from Wheaton. But do you have any plans of, like, continuing synchro past this time? Um, if so, like, you know, do you have any goals in mind? So right now I am. So I graduated in May, and then I'm now training the tryout for the U.S. national team in April. Um, so <laughs> I'm working as a PT aide for this year and uh, continue training for the next year, and then I'll try it in April, and then eventually I want to go to PT school so I'll see in April what happens if I make it then um, see when I can apply and go but yeah so for the next year I'm just working and continue training that's so cool so you're gonna so you're training for April and then you're kind of like you know it's gonna be whatever happens then will determine if you like continue with it or yeah exactly so my plan right now is to train so I'll have like one goal one meet I guess to train for and that's in April and then I'll train for that and if I make it then I obviously want to do it so I'll continue training and then if I don't make it then I'll continue uh, my I'll switch and can think about my career my mm. And then go into PT school. So <laughs> <laughs> that's so exciting. We okay. wish you the best of luck. Okay. <laughs> um, and so, um, you know, thank you for sharing all of that. It's super wonderful to hear. You know, your experience doing synchro and things like that. But um, you know, we want to switch gears a little and talk a little bit about name image and likeness um mm -hmm. i'm not sure you know if you've had any like direct um you know uh like if you were able to like talk about it with your team or anything like that but um since you know that's a very big topic that's been um up in the air in ncaa and in like the sports world um i thought it would be pretty important to talk about it and so, um, so I guess, what do you know about name, image, and likeness? Um, I mean, if you learned about it, like, how did you learn about it? Yeah, so I didn't really think too much about it. But then when I went to college, um, every year we would have, like, a, like eat all the athletic trainers and, like, sports people at school would have meetings with each team. And they would discuss, like, everything from being like NCAA athletes, we have to follow certain rules. So they would kind of discuss that, like you can't get paid for um, what you're doing for your sport. You can't, um, you know, make like merch or anything, get paid. Like basically you can't do anything to that you would get paid off of your sport kind of. Right, right. Yeah. Well, that's good then, you know, that um, your team has like, you know, been – getting exposure to the topic of it every year um, yeah so because I'm I feel like many colleges don't do that to start with and so yeah we had to like sign a paper saying like we understood this information oh wow yeah okay 
so it's pretty like formal yeah <laughs> yeah okay yeah um like so for people who are watching and like you know want to know more about name image and likeness it's basically you know in simple terms like a concept where students um, student athletes can benefit from monetizing you know their name or their image um, and like you know some ways include as Maxie said you know selling merch and gear um, personal promotions like autographs and meet and greet sessions also like third-party endorsements um, such as promoting products or like you know doing ads on tv and radio um, and also it includes you know selling your own personal work that's like not involved in sports like you know digital content youtube um, art music and things like that um, and so so in your opinion how much do you think you know you know if you know name image and likeness is gonna become you know like a super big deal and like you know student athletes will be able to um, monetize their name image and likeness how much do you think it'll impact them as a whole um I think it'll impact athletes a lot um I don't know if the NCAA would ever do it but I think <laughs> definitely would help obviously like D1 athletes can get scholarships but that money is more like to pay for school which yeah that's very helpful because school's expensive mm. so they are getting paid for their sport I guess but at the same time uh, like there are some athletes that train in college that want to go professional and if they can never get their name out there and right. um, do stuff like that to promote themselves in college maybe some people don't like aren't thinking about having like a like a straight career path right now and they just want to continue doing their sport and they want to try to go pro um, it's kind of hard for them you know it's like a uh, like marine biology degree you're go get have that degree to be a marine biologist but if you want to your profession you want to be a professional athlete then there's no like yes your degree can help but they're not going to hire you for your degree if you're a professional athlete they're going to hire you for your sport so mm -hmm. right yeah and it's also like um like also like the other way around too like you know if they're there are many like you know college athletes who like don't plan on going pro too and so like if they have that advantage as a college athlete you know where they can make money there like you know without worrying about you know um and getting through college or exactly um, they want to like do that. their sport in college but it's so hard for some people because it's like a such a big time commitment and b it's very expensive so right yeah yeah, and so I completely agree with you that it'll impact um, a lot of student athletes, especially, you know, those that are already pretty, you know, well-known in their sport. Yeah. Um, and, and like, go to, like, big schools. But, yes. Um, um, and, yeah, so overall, um, you know, it seems like you completely support NIL. <laughs> kind of sad, you know, that, and, you know, that, you know, NCAA and is like, 
and we're all just having a hard time trying to you know make it happen yeah I mean it's understandable there's pros and cons to both sides but, yeah I can definitely um, see like the pros and cons like, I can see how it's a bad like it wouldn't be the best idea either because it's not fair to everyone um mm-hmm. so yeah. I can definitely see like the cons do it too but overall I think definitely especially um like division one athletes it can definitely help them but then I can also see it's bad because they like maybe division three athletes wouldn't get the same opportunity as division one right right yeah so it makes a lot of sense in both ways yeah yeah um I don't know who's watching but like does anyone have questions (laughs) it says like you know a lot of people join but like I think it's they says that and they can leave but we Uh, don't leave I see okay well if no one has questions (laughs) I mean uh yeah sorry this is you know our first time trying it out thanks for cooperating um and yeah thank you for um joining our live session today Um, i hope our whoever was watching at the moment you know enjoyed what you had to say and share about your experience um i don't know is there anything you want to say or ask um in your opinion do you think the ncaa will uh like make a change and so that athletes can monetize their names um so like currently states like individual states are like you know starting to make changes on their own Mm -hmm. um, without you know complying to ncaa rules um for example you know california california florida and i think one other state have been pretty open um about you know their them uh proposing new rules for student athletes so they can monetize their name um and so and like you know following them a bunch of other states have started to you know think about it and start to propose new policies and things like that Mm -hmm. and so um I have a feeling that, you know, within the next few years that, like, it it might be, you know, po- pretty possible that That's it's going to happen, um, <laughs> regardless of, uh, because, like, I think with those um, different states starting to speak up, um, NCAA has started to also loosen up their, like, strict rules a little bit, mm-hmm. slowly, um, and so like before they were like super strict like no no students um can you know make money off of their um their name especially if it has anything to do with their sport and now um i think they've been making like pretty there's there's small changes but like you know a little bit of progress um Mm -hmm. in terms of um allowing students to make money and so i think as more and more states you know change policies and like show support for like the student athletes then probably within the next few years it might happen (laughs) that's good yeah so it's kind of exciting we'll see where it goes (laughs) yeah but yeah uh anything else are you good i don't think so (laughs) okay well thank you for joining um (laughs) 
We are excited to see the rest of your day. Okay. Well, <laughs> practice, so stay tuned. <laughs> All right. Bye. Thank you, everyone, for watching. Thank Bye. You. <laughs>